0: Hello, this is Aaron with Kingly Motivations. Today we're going to talk about insecurities. There's a couple bullet points that I want to start off briefly in the beginning with, and what these things will allow us to do is circle back around towards the end to really tie everything together today. Thank you for listening. The first thing that we want to speak about as a bullet point would be honesty with self. The second is acknowledging your truths not what others think of you or what they think to be true about you do not be blinded by other opinions the third is to ask yourself what you fear that you will lose or what you feel will happen if you lost control the fourth would be what moment shines through as the moment you became insecure about a particular subject or situation and the fifth Remember, you'll never be perfect. We have to maintenance our mental freedom. I'll get into briefly what mental freedom is to me uh, soon. So pretty much what I wanted to do was talk about insecurities today. And the reason I wanted to bring up that particular topic, it's because I feel like that is something that people deal with on a consistent basis every day. Insecurities, things that make us feel that we can't speak out to our partners and people around us out of fear for them maybe acknowledging what we feel inside internally to be true. There's a lot of different insecurities that people carry and uh, unfortunately, it holds people back in a lot of ways in their life because it's not allowing them or yourself to really step outside of that box. We try to stick with what we know because it's safe and it's it's a controllable situation when the reality is the more chances that we take in life the more situations that we put ourselves inside of that is where you see lots of growth and a lot of opportunities flourish we have to be able to step outside of our insecurities so when i speak about mental freedom that's to me is the healthy place where our thoughts flow and we find confidence Mental freedom is what allows us the ability to take on chances and do different things without staying within that mental box, that box where we we consider that to be our safe place. Mental freedom is the place where we are able to step outside and no longer be shackled by what we think to be true. It's like a mental prison. So the first thing I wanted to talk about within insecurities is what happens when we touch the roots of our insecurities and the truth that is revealed. So I feel like there's a couple of different things that go on inside of us when we're uneasy and feeling worried and nervous about a particular situation. You have like this pounding, this pulsing thought that just continues to just circle and rattle around your brain. And the reality is... It's so far in the background that we can't necessarily see what it is that is really bothering us. It could be masked by many different things. And we'll call it many different names. And we'll try to attribute what we're feeling to other situations. When the reality is, it starts at the roots. Something much deeper, something further hidden behind those thoughts. A prime example... um, I've always felt uncomfortable going to certain venues in certain places, and this just has to be my truth. It may not sound good coming out, and it may not be right for me to feel that way, but it's my truth, and I I, want to speak with transparency uh, when speaking to listeners and people that will be hearing this. For a very long time, I spent a lot of time fearful with the idea of going to certain venues, events, and places. And the reason I felt that way is because of things that happened to me in my past that I wasn't willing to address. Uh, and what I mean by that is, as a young boy, I was picked on and targeted because of the way that I spoke. I believe personally that you know my mother put a lot of work into me as a child to make sure that my, my English, my grammar was was on point because that is the main way that we communicate our needs and what's necessary in our lives and I ultimately feel that is the best way to protect yourself is with your words. I grew up uh, in a predominantly Caucasian environment that allowed me the ability to really expand my vocabulary not saying that you can't expand your vocabulary within uh, other areas But I spoke that way uh, with my family members and with people close to my family members. You know, there's lots of doctors and lawyers and really a lot of people that you could be very proud of and aspire to be like uh, in my uh, closer surroundings. So to be back to the point, I spoke proper English. And for the black kids and the Hispanic kids that I went to school with, It made me a target of um, ridicule, and it made me somebody that people could talk about. And what was brought up to me was that I spoke white, that I talked white. And that made me very insecure. That made me feel like I did not fit in, and that I wasn't, you know, good enough internally to be amongst my peers. And the thing that really played tricks with me that I realized later on in life is that, you know, I'm a darker-skinned tone uh, individual, chocolate-skinned. And it made me ultimately feel with my teammates and classmates and people that I just wanted to get along with on a regular basis that I wasn't black enough. So imagine living an existence where you feel like you're too white to hang out with the black kids and you're too black to be around the white kids. That left me in a place where I kind of felt like I didn't really have a place of my own to call my own and and exist with other people. I didn't know how I was supposed to act and I was torn and I felt ashamed of the way I spoke. And that people would, you know, call me names that I, I won't speak about on the podcast today. But ultimately, bringing it all back together, it, it leads to the roots. And I had an internal conversation. I went down to the roots of that situation about three years ago with myself. And it dawned on me, unfortunately, something that it allowed me to work forward on and get better with is I was simply uncomfortable around other minorities, people like myself because I didn't know where I fit. I didn't know how I should speak and I didn't want to make anybody else feel bad because of the way I spoke and I didn't want to feel bad about the way I spoke and I also didn't want to speak broken English in order to reacclimate myself to the social climate. And that really left me in a very uh, uncomfortable place. And it made me realize that I was living in existence where I would rather just not go certain places. Or certain places made me uneasy because at the roots, I felt inferior to, you know, the people around me. Now, it's really upsetting to me, or it was uh, uh, overall in the beginning, to acknowledge something so powerful because you have to decide what do I do with that information once once I have it. Once I really know the ugly truth and acknowledge what was really taking place inside of me, that kind of torment, what do you do with that information? You know, you feel like a loser when you think to yourself, oh man, I, I don't like being around black people and it's not for the lack of feeling like I was better. I just didn't feel like I was welcomed. And that really affected relationships I had. I'll even say the way I had relationships with women in the past, uh, when there was potentially a curiosity to date somebody that was my skin tone. You know, because, you know, obviously we all know black is beautiful. But that's what I'm saying. When I got down to the roots, they began to spread, and I began to see that it was deeper than what I ultimately originally thought it was. It influenced the way I had relationships. It influenced um, the type of dating that I did because I didn't feel like I could coexist, and I felt that I had gotten clowned early on, even by black sisters, for how I spoke and who I was. I was too corny. I wasn't down enough. I wasn't edgy enough. I wasn't dangerous, in a sense. You know, and I, you know, I stumbled across an article online the other day and it spoke about Russell Wilson and the way in which he treats Sierra, and what I realized was, yeah, I think it was t- entitled, you know, it pretty much it spoke to the fact that they were trying to say that some people think that Russell Wilson is corny because he dotes on Sierra and that he because he treats her a certain way and elevates her, and he doesn't seem like your traditional. He's not future. There's your example. He's not future, and uh, he's not. Worried about Percocets, he's ready to go to work, he's ready to do what's necessary on a daily basis to be successful, but within a healthy arena. And because you do the right things, and you, you're clean cut, and you, and you, you focus and you function a, a certain way, then all of a sudden you're not down enough. And that's how I felt, ultimately, in a nutshell. That I wasn't even good enough for my own sister's which is not the case. So that's why I wanted I to cap that with. And that brings us back around to one of the bullet points earlier on, is that you have to be honest with yourself. That's the first one, honesty with self. And we need to acknowledge, you know, what is true. And then be able to handle it appropriately when you have acknowledged what the core issue is. What I decided to do was begin to immerse myself in culture. And go to different places that I wouldn't have gone to originally. And it began to open up a lot of different relationships and friendships. And uh, it allowed for me to step back into culture and being around the people that I wanted to be around, that I was so curious about. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is, within the course of insecurity, is feeling fearful to communicate with others about what you're worried about. And why? Why are we afraid to communicate certain things that are, uh, in most cases, stuck on the tip of our tongues? Because we know that's the case. There's something that's always bothering you. Something you want to bring up to your partner, your mother, your father, or anybody else, and it's right there, banging on the front of your forehead, but you won't let it go, and you won't speak about it. And it's something that you're struggling with and it's something that the person is doing unknowingly that's triggering you and you're unable to express yourself because you feel personally upset with the fact that you even feel that way. Because if you acknowledge and tell them what's bothering you, the reality is what happens is that thing now becomes real you acknowledging to them what you're fearful about it brings your fear to life and it lets you know that that dragon lives and what I mean by that is when your dragon lives before you acted like it was a fairy tale and it wasn't real but now you've acknowledged oh shoot that thing is alive and it's breathing fire and you have to slay that dragon So ultimately, in a cleaner sense, you have let the cat out of the bag and now you have to address what it is because now it's out there. And I think that's a very powerful tool to use somebody else that you uh, trust in and have this conversation. I confided in somebody about the fact that I felt uncomfortable around my own people. I was ashamed, but I brought it to life. I put it in play and I was able to put it to rest. And that's what we need to do. Don't be afraid to express the actuality of what, what you're dealing with. If we keep those things stuffed away, the reality is we're not going to be able to move forward. And we have no idea in our lives how many other things, that those, things are, those, those roots are connected to. You have to experience the root issues. What happens when you're held in your truth You're going to go through a couple different phases once you're able to acknowledge what's really bothering you. You may feel anger and jealousy and sadness and insomnia, poor work performance, but those are the things that you'll be stuck with as well in the beginning and always through if you don't speak on these things, if you don't bring them up. I think that we all want to live chain-free in our life, and the reality is me speaking to you today is not for the fact that I merely think that we go through life and we can fix one, two, or three things and everything else is better. Everything just magically becomes fixed. Our life is about maintaining and maintenancing ourselves. There will always be obstacles and and hurdles that come along that don't allow us to be at our best, but how do we right the ship? How do we maintain course towards our goals without being hindered by things on the inside that, that really can hold us back? When you acknowledge your truth, make sure that it is your truth and not something that somebody else set on a platter for you. If it's your fear, you have to acknowledge what, when, why, and where, and how these things transpired. Just because somebody gives you information, their their interpretation, and their idea of why you are acting or internally feel a certain way, that doesn't make it the truth. Just because they say it doesn't make it real. Just because somebody says that they're a doctor doesn't mean they have the degree. So make sure that you do the work and the research Because you have to be comfortable with what you find. We look deeper into a bullet point. What moment shines as the moment you become insecure? This particular subject, we have to decide what that is. What was the moment? Where did you feel like these things came from? When in your childhood did you feel that you were affected, that kind of led you to here. I'm 31 years old now, and I'm beginning to really realize I have flashes of memories of things that I did in my younger years, and I laugh. But I I, I never look backwards. People are always looking at what's next, what's next, what's next, and and then what, and then what, and then what. My father always told me as a child, I always wanted to know, and then what, and then what, and then what. Looking backwards through your archives of your life, probably some of the best tools that you have. Don't be so quick to move forward without looking backwards. You have to see where you came from to understand how you are where you are. That's a big point. Hmm. I know there's some deep things that I'm speaking about. They're powerful. Or they may not seem like much, but in actuality, when we're able to really remove certain chains, the freedom that you experience when you come out of that is absolutely beautiful. I think it takes a very mature person to acknowledge their faults and their fears and really address what bothers them. Having honesty with self. When you're honest with yourself, nobody can lie to you. Because the reality is, if you're able to acknowledge what the truth is on the inside, that's something that nobody can take away from you. There are certain times when I feel insecure in my relationship. And I have to think to myself, is this because my partner made me feel this way? Or do I have to ultimately truly acknowledge the fact that I'm struggling with something that happened to me in my past that has nothing to do with my partner, which leads me to a place of feeling something? So am I ultimately bringing something in with me to my relationship that has nothing to do with my partner? Or am I dealing actually with the fact that my partner did something that triggered me? Those are two completely different things. They're separate. And it allows for you to function within your relationship a a lot healthier than if you didn't. Not everything that happens inside of your relationship has to do with your relationship. And I think that if we can do, you know, an analysis, an audit on those types of things, it allows us to keep ourselves in check. Bullet point that. We want to always be able to keep ourselves in check so that when we are in the company of others or experiencing our relationships, we're able to keep insecurities at bay. And you have to know what's real and what's fake. What's a real monster and what's a dream. Don't let those bad dreams seep in and ruin the dream come true that you always wanted to have. You have to make sure that you are experiencing clarity within yourself in those ways. And it's not easy. It's not easy to sit down and, and, and do this work. It's not easy at all. But it'll make you a better person. The beauties of self-freedom what's most important and you always want to think about the effect the effect so you start at the root you start at what is manifesting when you're dealing with these insecurities what what's, what's coming out what what issues are coming up for you when when you when you when you start to get that itch when you start to experience that 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 situation because the reality is it's like math you start calculating the problem and as work as you work through this problem you start to see that there's other pieces intricate pieces of the problem that expand and then what you come out with in the end is the result so what is the beginning of your problem how do you break down this problem And what is the result? What is the effect? Like I said, the effect for me was I was too black for the white kids and I was too white for the black kids. That was the effect of my insecurities. That was the effect of the low self-esteem. That was the effect of all those things. Now, not everybody is the same. Finding a way to rectify manage and change those problems going forward is what you're going to have to do. But knowing the truth and knowing what's really happening is key. It's very important. And then you work from there. The only way I was able to get over this issue in my life was to jump headfirst into it, to be more social, to step outside of the box and begin to have a good time and see the beauty in others. And also acknowledge that when you have these insecurities it's not the person or the people in front of you that made you feel that way. It's the past paying you a visit because you're allowing it to. So I want to conclude this podcast and I want to say, don't allow the past to visit you. You have full control. Continue to audit your life. Speak out what your insecurities are acknowledge them because they're real, and move forward. I wish you peace, love, and light. This is Aaron Davis with Kingly Motivations, and this was about insecurities. Thank you.